Okay, though. Seriously, I feel so fortunate. Woo! Woo! I have been dreaming for this moment my whole life. Honestly, the moment of feeling like, um, could I just be around people that just make it so that I feel like everybody that I'm with can just be the kind of people that I'm just so excited to just want to get to know and want to just like strengthen bonds and support each other and just have these like beautiful connected experiences of growth and learning and things like that. So I'm all over that, right? I'm all over that. Um, also, I am just, I'm just in the midst, right? Like, what am I talking about? Basically, I'm talking about this idea where, you know, it used to be that I would go through the slog of, you know, baby being 15, 16, 17, of going to school and feeling like I was just basically around a lot of people that were not driven and didn't really see the perspective of why they were doing what they were doing every day. And it was just kind of really lame a lot of the time. You know, I was mostly just spent most of my day with people that were just like very uninspiring and very like, you know, it was a drudgery to be around them because it was just like, they were just so unmotivated and um, didn't have vision for their lives. And so they were just going from moment to moment with so much um, like waste. And, you know, and thankfully I had things to keep me going though. You know, I was a part of different clubs and groups and things of people that were motivated, right? So I'd see them like once a week and that was good. And then there was like the bright future of getting to see people once a year when I saved up for like going to different like conference type stuff with youth that were all about this, you know, all about service, all about leadership, all about gospel, all about like everything to do with just like having purpose and things like that and knowing they're a child of God and what they're going to do about that. Right. So that was a big treat. Right. And so now, like, and I used to remember going to those conferences and be like, I wish high school was this way. I wish my whole school was filled with people like this. And I used to just like dream that up and be like, yeah, but, but who knows? Like, who knows if I'll ever get to a point in my life where that it's that way, where I get to be surrounded by people that are just like of that caliber of like high standard education, high standard of purpose in life, high standard of leadership, high standard of personal development and just like ready to go. Right. And like, even now, right. Like it's, it's of course, like I have to realize at some point, you know, there was a point in my journey where I had my leaders and they'd be like, you know what your problem is, you know what my one complaint about you is. And I'd be like, I know what it is. (laughs) And then they're like, you are so excellence driven that it makes it so us leaders have a really hard time with you because not because you're faulty, but because it helps it, it challenges us to grow up and learn and serve really fast, faster than we would have expected. You put us out of our comfort zones so that we can be a better leader for you. Right. But we're not a good enough leader for you right now. And, and so that was always my challenge. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm breaking the system like already. Right. Like, and, and it's been a pattern for me everywhere I go, I break the system. Right. And I have people be like, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're moving forward too fast or you're stepping on this person's toes. Like they should have been the one to say this one first or, you know, all of these different things. Right. And it's kind of come into this place for me where I have to realize I'm like, yes, I understand. I have lots of talents. I have lots of skills. I have lots of strengths. 
And there's different times and seasons where it's time for me to step back and let everybody do their thing so that they can step up. And there's other seasons where, no, I'm legitimately the person that is called to step up and push us forward in a whole new way um, that nobody else is planning on doing and nobody else is going to do, right? You know, and it's kind of fascinating that way. Um, so then, so then I have to be in this mindset to be like, okay, that's totally fine. I'm totally fine being the one person that gets it in certain, you know, groups of people, because I understand that I need to be that example for other people. Sometimes I need to be in a season of life where everybody else around me is not on the same page. I don't know anybody as keen about health as I am, for example. Right. So I need to be that person for other people. And I'm okay with that. I'm the lady that runs the cooking classes and all this. Right. I don't know anybody in my life that's as keen in like Thomas Jefferson education than I am right now, right? You know, like in, in the people that I do have influence with and who I'm reachable with, right? I don't know anybody else. Blender? We'll have to keep looking. Um, I don't know anybody else that is like of the mindset of being like, hey, let us, um, let's do things out of the box. Let's think of businesses every day. Let's, you know, so I have to realize it's like, I don't necessarily feel the drag of, oh, why am I the only one that feels this way? Why am I, why do I always have to be the pioneer? Why do I always have to be, but I have to realize like, no, but that is my gift. I am the quick start. I have a nine in quick start. There is nobody else that I know with a higher quick start than me. And that's a gift, right? Like I can be okay with that level of where I'm at because it's not like I feel like I have to have other people like me or higher than me or whatever. And of course there's always that tiny hope to be like, I hope one day I can find a mentor though. I hope one day I can find mentors, you know, that are five years down the road, 10 years down the road who are of the sort of a kind of a person. It's right here. Um, who I can be like, Hey, you have kids that are 10 years older than me, 20, 30 years older than me. How did you do this? Right. And, and I can be okay that the people that are on my level are the people that are five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years older than me, because I actually love making friends with people of all ages. And I can be okay that the people that are kind of my age and younger, or maybe people that are in the five, 10 years older than me phase that that we're not on the same level either. Like I'm on a different place. I'm in a different place with my physical goals, with my spiritual, intellectual, spirit, like social goals. And, and it's not to say that I'm necessarily better, right? Cause I'm not right. I just have different levels of energy and different levels of like forward thinking and, and accomplishing and progress and those kinds of things than others in certain areas, right? Whereas other people, they are totally more advanced and way down the line than I am in every other way too, right? So we balance each other out in beautiful ways. You know, I might be one of the moms that can do the cooking class healthy thing and can do the, the TG Ed like leadership vision kind of stuff and like business mind, this kind of stuff, right? But I'm not actually the mom that is consistent and having like a clean floor every five minutes of the day, for example, right? And having like a really good attitude and having like a patience perspective with parenting and all of these things. Like I'm not one of those like perfect homemaker, wifey mom kind of people. I'm kind of this like person that's a little bit more like Quasimodo, like, like Picasso style, like, 
like a, like a part of my head is ripped off here and like a part of my cheek is ripped off there. And I'm kind of one of those like pieced together kind of people, like kind of like a Frankenstein kind of person because I don't, I have very hardcore deficits in certain areas of my life. Maybe because of my upbringing with like, you know, mental illness being a big part of my upbringing. I don't have the hard skill, the basic hard skills that a lot of people have, right? Where they can consistently do something and have like hardcore executive functioning skills to, to rely on at any given moment, right? For me, that's not the case all the time. It's like I have a lot of one step forward, 10 steps back to do in my processing of my life, right? And I'm okay with that though. Like I'm actually okay with that. So in being okay with that, I guess I'm just like rejoicing because, you know, going back to my story where I would go to those conferences, youth conferences, the week long ones and go there and be like, I wish I was surrounded by people that were of this caliber of like, you know, driven and motivated and working towards a good cause for the right reasons, you know, to build the kingdom, to build Zion, to, you know, do all of that kind of beautiful stuff. Right. And then when I turned 18, I started, right. That's when I really started to feel like, oh, I actually get to see other people because I think there's something that happens when people turn 18 where they kind of generally become like take ownership of their lives, right? Like that's the first time that I felt like the majority of people I was around was thinking in that kind of way. Whereas like up until that point, I was just surrounded by a lot of people that were feeling very lost and sick most of the time, right? So it's just, what? How much? Any? It's there for a reason. So then, um, so then I had to be okay with being like, I'm just going to go to the clubs that I can go to. I'm going to go to the conferences I can go to. And just in, on, in all the in-betweens, I'll just read my scriptures and I'll do my best with whatever's presented with me. And knowing that, you know, if I'm just going in this trajectory, it's going to end up in a good place. I can find peace in that, right? All the while, of course, during the season, it was still pretty frustrating, right? It was pretty frustrating that most of the people I was around, I always had to be the example for, right? And it was pretty draining when, you know, I'd, they'd invite me to some of their activities that weren't like the best. And then I'd come out of there being even more depressed because I'd be like, ah, like I knew that they weren't making good choices. And now I just spent a whole evening with them with all of them making all these bad choices. And I was like, ah. <laughs> so anyways, it, it was a good experience for me to see the light and dark, right? And then by the time I was 18, I really could soak it in, right? I was like, I'm just gonna go for institute. I'm gonna take every institute class I can possibly take. I'm gonna hang out with the missionaries. I'm gonna like, you know, do this, that, and the other. I'm gonna serve as a nanny and a leadership person and like do FHE and family scripture study with my family and, and just knock it out of the park. So I took that year off to just be like, I'm finally free from this diploma thing. I have a whole year to just do whatever I want. What am I gonna do with it, right? So at first, I like before that happened, I kind of had this sense, oh, I wanna go to BYU Hawaii, right? Like that was always my thing of like, I'm gonna go there as soon as I can. But then that prompting came, right? Where it's like, no, actually stay home and make your priority spending more time with your parents, right? And I was like, okay, well, I can do that. But they're only home during certain day, times of the day. So then I was like, okay, I can do that or at the times that they're available, right? So what am I gonna do with the rest of the time that they're not home, right? What am I gonna do for the nine hours of the rest of the day, right? So then I was like, okay, I'm gonna do an institute, I'm gonna do nannying, leadership, and like, you know, studying and serving, right? 
And, and I did, and it was great. And it was like the best year off experience I could possibly have had, right? And then I was saving up that whole time to be like, okay, then I'll move into the next chapter of my life where then I'll like, you know, I'll do the next thing, right? My idea was let's go to university. So then I was like saved up and all the while it was like winter or spring around the time that I met one friend who was in my like community, my church community in my ward. And she was talking to me about this one book. And she was talking to me about it, da da da, da and I, it like really sparked my interest because I have a deep-rooted understanding of how education really can make the difference. Mama? And in some ways, I felt like I was cheated in Mama? the ways that I, you know, experienced education. Yeah. Can I take a? Can I take a? Can I take a video? Uh, like photo booth. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Anyways, um, I felt like I was kind of cheated for a little while there because, you know, here I was, I just graduated and I got this piece of paper that had my name on it, but I just kind of felt like, but what is this for, right? Like, what's the point of getting this? Like, what, what is this for, basically, right? Um, you know, yes, I understood the, the for, right? I understood that in, in the world that I lived in, you know, people depended on this piece of paper that said my name on it because if they did not know me, they needed somebody else to give me this paper to just kind of say that they backed me up in saying, hey, I know this person, they did a good job doing the said thing, and because I know them and they did a good job, I'll just give you this piece of paper that she can carry around with her so that if anybody else doesn't know her, at least she'll be able to have this paper to say, hey, this person knows me. If you have more questions, ask them, right? And that can be like my, my piece of paper referral. So in some ways, I'm coming full circle here. Yes, I have deep gratitude for that. All of the people that I ever knew for the first 12 years of my life, I couldn't just put them all in my pocket and bring them with me everywhere I went. So then I could say, hey, if you have questions about whether or not I'm going to serve or help or be a good, credible person, go and talk to this person. But instead of having all those people in my pocket, I had a piece of paper that basically said that all of those people are cheering me on and they already did. And they said I did a good job. Right. And, and that, that I am I'm worth someone else's time to spend time with to like work with and do those things. photo booth. Okay, I need to shut off some things. Okay, and photo booth, you know how to find it? Right there? Okay, so so then, okay, so then that's a huge milestone for me because I spent the last, like, however many years since I graduated constantly complaining and being like, oh, man, they did me wrong, da-da-da. It was such a waste of time. It was so much energy and stress put into this thing for nothing, right? You know, I had all those thoughts. But actually, when I look back on it, it's like, okay, but honestly, would I would have regretted it. And honestly, I wouldn't because I honestly didn't have a situation set up for me. So, like, you know... Like maybe I could be homeschooled or go to a private school or anything like that was not accessible to me at all, right? There was not even a chance, right? I could have pockets of it, maybe for like a day or a week or a month or those kinds of things. 
but there was for sure not at all the kind of support for me to ever access like a, a private school every day or a homeschool community every day or any of those kinds of things. So in some ways, I actually had the best education I possibly could have had. Um, and I made the most of it. I actually did. I loved getting to get to know the people around me and try to find best friends in every place that I went. I loved getting to do the sports and the clubs and the volunteer opportunities that came up. And I loved getting to um, have like challenge, right? Like it actually did. Like. I can't say that it was one of those things that was a waste of my energy and it was just a constant stress because it wasn't like it was abusive constant stress, right? It wasn't actually that it was a bad stress. Like in some ways it kind of was because I kind of got into my head a lot sometimes about it and I'd be like, oh no, if I don't submit this on this time, I'm going to die, right? Like I'd like tell myself stories like that, right? And so then it became unhealthy, but only because of my choice, right? It wasn't like somebody else was pushing me into turning it into an unhealthy thing. Nobody was pushing me. I was, I was just a very driven, pushing myself kind of a person. So really that was the only bad side, right? Was that I, I was the detriment to me having a good positive educational experience.